Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for singles in the Middle East, hosted by your dating guru, me, Christiana Matchin. Hello, and welcome back to the Dating in Dubai podcast. Oh my goodness, so sorry for the hiatus, but today I have an amazing guest with us. Guest, please introduce yourself. I need your name, I need your age, your number of years in Dubai, nationality, current working title. Okay, let me see if I can remember all of that. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Hannah, um, otherwise known as Hannah Lisa Makeup. Um, I'm a makeup artist based in Dubai for eight years now, eight and a half, which I don't know how that happened. <laughs> um, I'm originally from London and I'm 32. Amazing. And what is your current relationship status? Single. Single. Well, are you ready to mingle or you're single single? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Great. We're going to get into that uh, later on in the pod. Like most podcasts, we're going to start off with my current situation. Come on, spill the beans. So, yes, exactly. I think that if you've been following me on my stories or following this podcast, you know that there's this guy that I'm interested in who has actually finally moved here. And I know in previous episodes, I was saying that I need him to date as many people as he wants because I want him to choose me because I know that there's a massive difference between meeting somebody on holiday. He was here on holiday uh, last year during the pandemic. And um, yeah, there's a difference between living here, being here on holiday, uh, working for somebody else, building your own business. And I think that a lot of men and women, I mean, tend to go a little crazy when you move to a new city, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So So, so the wild oats. Yes. (laughs) And um, I, I want to not take some things back, but now I'm going through the experience and I have some added detail to that. Uh, So we have been talking for this whole year, right? Maybe we get in contact once a month, twice a month. Uh, There was a lot more frequent, like during holidays or right after he left, we talk on the phone and it was always very flirty. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he messages me when he gets on the plane, uh, when he takes off. And then I messaged him, I think when he landed and we had like one correspondence and he says, let's catch up soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's been here. So as of today, today's a Friday, he's been here like two, two and a half days. And there's no plan. How do you feel about that? A little bit underwhelmed, Correct. to say the least. <laughs> Correct. I, I kind of don't understand why you would keep in contact with someone for such a long time and then not be Keen. super excited to meet them when you come back to the country that you saw them in. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. I have another thing to say. Go on. <laughs> oh, God. He's on Hinge. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, actively? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I did say in previous episodes that I want him to date whoever he wants because I'm not that kind of person to like put parameters on it. But I also have a not a different feeling, but the way I'm feeling about it now is that you already have an option. So why wouldn't you explore that mm-hmm. and see where that goes? And of course, date multiple people. I'm such a massive fan of that. Dating is a numbers game. But I am ugh, I'm such also a fickle person. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so put off by him. Like, yeah, the longer I mean, and longer he waits, I'm so put off. I, I I completely agree with that. I just see it as if someone doesn't express their interest in you, that mm-hmm. in itself is a turn-off. Yes, very for, unattractive. For me, it's, yeah, it's very unattractive. It's, it's the most attractive thing in the world to feel like you're wanted by someone. Whether mm-hmm. or not it's a casual thing or a, or a long-term serious thing, just feeling yeah. wanted is... An effort. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I was talking to a couple guy friends about this because... 
I have my opinion on it. I love talking and getting other people's perspectives. Mm. So one of them was like, well, why don't you express interest in him? Mm -hmm. So I created a group chat. Mm-hmm. And because obviously he's new to Dubai or living here new. And I was like, hey, guys, we're all going to do karaoke on this day. Um, who's in? Uh, he responded saying that he he might already have plans with his friends. So in my head, I was like, oh, you had time to make plans with friends, but you haven't had time to make plans oh with me. Priorities. <laughs> because my other friend was saying, well, maybe he's settling into the country. You know, it's a big move to go from here to here, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But now I am just like... I'm going to take it this way, okay? I think before there was a lot of anticipation for him to come, and I didn't date anybody in the past six weeks. Like in 2022, I did not date one person because I was just like, let me keep it cute, let me keep it nice, and then when he comes, let's see how it goes, right? That's also like, I I mean, I know I'm only 33, but I also don't feel like I want to like waste time with people Mm -hmm. either. Absolutely. So I was like in my head, maybe like creating the story, or not creating the story, but creating a high expectation for what was to come when he did move here Mm -hmm. and i need to really reel it back and do exactly what i say right have your high standards and zero expectations Mm. so now i've dialed it back i know it's only been like two and a half days since he's actually moved here but at this point and I've spoken to my parents. I know it sounds so funny. My parents are my best friends. Mine too. I was like, I was my like, he's is. starting at zero. And then I was talking to another girlfriend, and she was saying, she was like, oh, but um, but like you guys already have a friendship, so shouldn't he like be starting like a little higher than zero? I was like, no. I was like, he might even be starting at negative. Now he's really <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> The negative though, <laughs> like, has there oh. been any communication on his part? As in, because the thing is, is mm-hmm. if he's just moved here, it is a lot, it's a big deal, he's got a lot to sort out, a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. But has there been any communication in terms of him saying, Look, I've got a lot going on, I really want to see you? No, nothing, not a plan. And I even put him on this group just to, like, like my friend said, like, show a little effort. And I said, Yeah, sure, whatever. And yep, yeah, nothing. Wow, and and like, I haven't heard from him, like one-to-one in a couple of days either so now i think he's actually starting at negative he's gonna have to take absolutely. his way out absolutely 100 percent. yeah so no then- i don't agree with that at all i think like i say it, the feeling of being of feeling wanted even if it's a casual thing uh, a short-term thing whatever mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. the communication should still be there you know this is what i'm looking for this is you know oh I, i'm busy this week or i'm whatever like i find that a lot in dating over here is people are just in their own little worlds and and have no kind of consideration for the fact that other people are living their lives as well Mm. and that's something that's a again it's a big no-go for me so unattractive yeah and I'm also feeling like because there hasn't been any like effort put in and I am sticking to my guns here like I said right he's at negative now I did tell him in previous conversations like I put boundaries I said you're not allowed to watch my Instagram you're not allowed to listen to my podcast. So let's, For obvious reasons. <laughs> like, yeah, let's say he breaks the rules and he is listening. I mean, I just find it so unattractive the way that everything's been carried out. I know that eventually he's going to reach out to mm-hmm. like get to know me. But mm-hmm. if I'm very honest with you, I'm just I'm not attracted to him right now. No. No, I, I'm I, sorry. Like, that's just it is what it is. Yeah. I like somebody who puts an effort. And like, why waste a whole year? This is the thing. Why are you wasting not only my time, mm-hmm. but your own time as well? Mm-hmm. You're wasting your own time. Why are you doing that? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I, I'm yeah, I've just <laughs> been in a very similar situation. Spill. Uh, I, I mean, I met a guy out in the wild. 
<laughs> yeah really connected um arranged to go out had an amazing night uh he kept in contact constantly for the next four days and then all of a sudden just disappeared mm. and i was quite chill about it like I was at a point where I was like not sure whether I wanted to go into something serious or not. I was happy just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like he acted really keen and then just disappeared. And again, I don't understand why you would waste your own time and mine. Cause the way that he acted made me start thinking like, Oh, oh okay. I like him. Yeah. Maybe I like, maybe he's, you know, we yeah. had a really good time. We've got a lot in common, et cetera, et cetera. And then for him to just disappear, it was like, why, why? Okay, so how long did you guys see each other for? Or know each other for? Um, About two weeks, ten days. Not, okay. It was a very short term okay. thing. Like yeah. super short term. It wasn't anything. Yeah. Nothing compared to you <laughs> guys. Like no international. Days. <laughs> 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 Definitely not. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. But still, still just this kind of strange. Yeah. You know, I just don't understand why people can't just be upfront. You know, if you decide that you're not interested or if you decide that you're not in the right place for whatever you think is going on or if you're too busy or if you're, you know, whatever's going on. Just Can like- I just say, like, communication is, like, the number one thing. And, yes, I am guilty of this, like, playing coy and, like, not maybe being so, like, forthcoming with all my feelings because, yeah, I mean – you are guarded in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like when once you've let your guard down and you start really liking mm. somebody, because another factor to this is that uh, he had a friend who was visiting here in uh, in Dubai. He was transitioning from London to Hong Kong, had to stay here for like two or three weeks, something like this. Mm. And he asked me to host him, basically. Really? Yeah, and like I, so I felt really obligated. I, I have not created this in my brain. That's oh all I'm God. trying to say. So I felt up. Ob- I, I don't want to he say that. He stayed at your place. Bad. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. He was staying in a hotel, please. Oh my <laughs> no, he was in a hotel. But no, um, meaning not hosting, but like take him around, mm. right? Like take him around, tour guide, have fun with him, blah, blah, blah. And um, I don't know, like if I didn't feel like I had a strong connection with this individual, why would I be wasting my time mm. hanging out with his friend? Mm-hmm. And like, and I hate to say that because I did, I really liked his friend. Mm-hmm. We actually had a really good time together and it was great and all. But I remember telling his friend one night because I did get a little tipsy and telling him, I would be like, and I said, I was like, I feel like this other person is not grateful for what I'm doing right now, like hosting you. And like, maybe that was a little dick of move for me. But then guess mm-hmm. what? The next day the guy was like, hey, I want to thank you so much. But it's like, why am I even doing this? So I'm, I th- I think I have, and I'm going to put him in the friend zone. Mm. And it sucks, right? Because I actually I really, really like this person. Mm. And I really did see potential with him. So, I mean, he's going to have to get himself out of the friend zone or stay in the friend zone. Yeah. But if I'm very honest with you, like, it's going to be kind do of I hard. need more friends? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I don't really I don't believe in the I friend do. zone stuff. I'm just like, you're either in or you're out. Well, <laughs> leave me alone. Well, the thing is, I... I love having guys as friends. I've gone on dates with guys who have actually become great friends um, of mine. And yeah, but I just feel like when you've invested like emotionally mm. in somebody for it's hard maybe to come back over from that. a year. Yeah. L- listen, I'm going to see how he plays it because obviously the ball is in his court. What else can I do? Mm. And yeah, it's kind of funny, though, because I feel like I was like bigging it up like in my head and like bigging it up to like my friends and everything. And now I feel like really foolish. Yeah, I, I get you. And I think that that's something that's really hard to maneuver is is the kind of 
falling in love with the idea of something yeah. rather than the reality. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a creative. I, I'm a daydreamer. I do yeah. that all the time. Even with people that I'm not even really that interested in. I'm like, oh, maybe if they did this. It's, it's, <laughs> called, it's called emotional <laughs> masturbation. When you create like this like fairy tale life in your oh, head. Oh, I'm terrible. I, I have a girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. We were laughing, laughing so hard the other day because there's this guy that like she works with in like her office. She's only ever spoken like business with him. Right. And maybe their conversations have not even gone beyond like 20 minutes. And she's like created this whole life with him right? oh my God. in her head. And like he didn't like he didn't tell her to stay when when she said that she had to go to Saudi and she was like, I'm breaking up with him. I'm like, he is not in a relationship <laughs> with you. But this is the thing. You end up getting let down by your own expectations. This is why That's I really what agree I with saying. what you were saying. Like yeah. high standards, low expectations all the way. Exactly. And don't get me wrong. Look, I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm creative. I'm a daydreamer. And I love that aspect of myself. I'm mm. very sensitive. But I do also I'm also very logical about these things. Yeah, I don't fall in love very easily i've not very long well quite quite a while ago got out of quite a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. where i learned a lot of lessons and i know like the red flags to look out for so i'm not um away with the fairies you know i'm not going to fall in love with you and i think that this is something that guys kind of need to learn about strong women you know Mm -hmm. is just because you're assertive and you're upfront and you're honest doesn't mean i'm in love with you yeah, and it's so interesting because I am a very logical person. I am so black and white mm, and me too. I let I let this happen in in my head because I was really hopeful, mm. right? Because I think it's hard to not hard, but maybe uh rare to find somebody that you actually connect with. Mm-hmm. So, I was excited to see where that went mm. and then I feel like I feel like I've been let down mm. and not just let myself down by quote unquote like emotionally masturbating but also he let me down well this is the thing it's like do you know what what so the hell because i know i'm a dime piece and yes. i know like oh my gosh i have so much going on in my life like i'm about to blow up and he's he's playing me yes. i'm getting played i know you're oh you think, really who do you think you are <laughs> but this is something that i think is actually uh, like i'm quite um observant of this right now is you know again coming out of a toxic relationship learning all of those lessons you know going to therapy doing the work Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts you know looking at my own sort of toxic traits and stuff like that and then you get to a point where you almost overthink it from your own point of view (laughs) and you're like oh what have I done there what and like I've got to the point where I'm like I need to just stop that because sometimes it is actually just all of all the other person yeah and they've just let you down and they've just disappointed you and they've just you know acted up in accordance to their own level of emotional intelligence which is apparently quite low in some (laughs) cases (laughs) because the thing is like it doesn't i mean but listen okay let me back it up i was gonna say that it doesn't take much to show effort in somebody absolutely not let me also state that if a guy is interested in in you you will know yeah and if not you'll be confused Period. Yeah. And that's what it is. Period. I, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely started living by that as well. The minute that you start going, oh, you see, is he bothered? Yeah, no, he's no. not. The answer is no. Yeah, he just, just get over doesn't it. Care. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, like, you know, I, I'm a big girl and I can handle mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. it would just be much more appreciated, much more mature to just get that kind of text from someone you know you can go and ghost all you like and do it really doesn't bother me it's just it shows a level of maturity that i would have 
just appreciate it. It wouldn't have changed anything, you know? Okay, now I have a question for you because I talked to lots of girls, lots of guys, and um, somebody was saying that they were in a relationship for a month mm-hmm. and the guy after a month messaged her and said, listen, I don't, basically to the to the extent of I don't feel a romantic connection, I don't want to waste your time, um, I'd like to keep it as friends. And she got very, very, very upset about it. And I said... I love that text message. Mm-hmm. I do. Because it is like you're drawing the line. You gave it a shot. You d- gave it four weeks. You tried to figure out if this was going to be something that you can take moving forward. This guy is, I mean, he's in his late 30s as well. So I'm sure that he has goals himself. And why would he waste or waste your time or waste his time with somebody that he doesn't feel a long-term connection with? Absolutely. I think that that's super respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had conversations like that before. And, you know, it might kind of trigger it might sting in the beginning yeah and that's where you have to do your own work at the end of the day Mm -hmm. to see where that's coming up from you know in your history or past traumas and stuff like that yeah but ultimately not everyone is for you and again it goes back to that being being uh feeling wanted or feeling like they're attracted to you and Mm -hmm. you know if they're not then they're not the person for you because the person for you will be attracted to you they will feel a romantic connection they will want to text you all the time effortless exactly it won't be difficult so with with things like that i just think well you're not my person exactly so and and this is what i love right having strong women on the pod who basically like i feel also when when you as an individual has seen success, right, has seen success, has done the work to make sure and we understand that we're the only ones that can make us happy, mm-hmm. right? And when you have reached that level and you put yourself on a pedestal, it's easier for you to see the red and the green flags. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone, guy, girl, other, to know that, mm-hmm. that you need to put your own self on a pedestal. Absolutely. The moment that you start devaluing yourself, I mean... I don't really class that as a relationship and take it from me like I've made those mistakes I've done Mm -hmm. that you know I've been in that situation where you're putting yourself last Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work it doesn't make a more successful relationship it doesn't fix anything it doesn't you know make the other person feel happier as such and therefore put more into the relationship if anything it just like creates a void creates more of a void between you so that's the last thing that anyone should be doing whether they're single in a relationship married you know 40 years married it it doesn't matter you should always be putting yourself first on on every level exactly because at the end of the day if you're not then you know i always say you can't pour from an empty cup Mm -hmm. so if you're giving everything you are and everything you have to someone or something else you're you're not going to have a a successful relationship because you're just going to be empty and Mm -hmm. yeah no, I get that. And you were mentioning before about a previous relationship. Do you want to talk about like red flags just so that we can put that out oh on the pod God. for people? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say love bombing, definitely a red flag. Okay, now for the for the listeners who don't know what love bombing is, tell us what that it's is. It's when it's when someone is just like over the top in the with, beginning. Well, I I've experienced it throughout the whole relationship, mm-hmm. especially during the relationship, I would experience it maybe after an argument and then there would be this huge element of love bombing and, no, you know, I want to be with you. I want to I commit to you. I want all of the things that you want. And then slowly mm. you would see that decline and it would just go back into that cycle again and nothing would nothing would actually change. And it's almost a way of 
just enticing you back in mm-hmm. you know to keep you in that cycle and keep you kind of holding on and hoping that something might change and hoping that you're going to get what you want um so yeah that's a big red flag it definitely happened at the beginning i just didn't realize it um then there's like i think emotional intelligence is something to massively look out for like how do they hand how do they feel that they handle a conflict and mm-hmm. how do they feel that they have um, been affected in their childhood and how does that affect them in a relationship today like if they're completely kind of ignorant towards it that to me is a red flag and it's not necessarily a, a hugely toxic one but I do feel like you have to have a certain a, a amount of emotional intelligence to create a successful relationship um mm-hmm. you know Peter Pan the guy, you know the guy that never wants to grow up and that you find a lot of those over here in, in dubai, dubai. <laughs> come to dubai baby <laughs> so um yeah that's just a few i mean and then there's the obvious ones the manipulation the mm-hmm. you know sort of narcissism and um how long were you guys together four years four years yeah okay. half of that was kind of on and off though mm-hmm. towards the end um but yeah four years i would say on and off is a major major red that is you're either on or you're off but you know what is funny it was it was it was on and off at the the last portion of it It wasn't on and off at the beginning like (laughs) oh are you gonna you know no it was it was the end um and that was again that was partially my fault like like Mm -hmm. i said i was sort of learning all of these lessons and each time i would learn a lesson i would think okay maybe if I applied that to myself, and this is why I'm saying you have to value yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and say, do you know what? I've learned this and I can take this anywhere with anyone. Yeah. Um, but I would I would try and apply it to the relationship and try and go to him and say, look, I've learned this. Why don't we try this? Why don't we try this? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, yeah. from my experience, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, oh, that that's so interesting that you're talking about like applying it to different relationships i recently took this master class and for those uh who are interested in being in like a group of entrepreneurs that motivate uh one another it's all for young professionals it's called the a suite global it's amazing and they have like different master classes and um the creator ashley was doing a master class about meaningful relationships and of course like it was mainly targeted towards friendships and networking and things like this but she had a lot of thoughtful things to say just about relationships in general that can be translated into romantic friendship Mm. business and a lot of it um well one of the points that i took away from it was that she was talking about being considerate Mm -hmm. and uh, like if you're thinking about somebody tell them you're thinking about Mm -hmm. them and that goes for every relationship absolutely i mean the world world would be a better place with that and this is where Mm -hmm. it goes back to being assertive i am that person if i want to say something if i want to say you look gorgeous today you you look handsome you look pretty you i love Mm -hmm. that outfit i will tell someone because it's going to lift them up whether i'm romantically interested in them or not and I feel like because I'm that person, because I'm so outgoing and so upfront, a lot of guys kind of will think, oh, she's in love with me. <laughs> it's like, no, calm yourself get down. Off yeah. <laughs> get off your high horse. I'm just telling you you look nice. Calm down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I definitely, and I think that the world would just be a better place with more of that. Yeah. More people telling, saying positive things. and. I, I totally agree. And it was uh, interesting because I always say that you should message with intention. I feel like when you're in a relationship, any type of relationship, people message 
part of routine. Oh, it's the morning. I need to say good morning. Mm. Or, oh, it's the night. Say good night. Or, oh, how, how are you? Right? Where I say message with intention. If you have something to say, message. If you have something to ask, message. Mm. Like, it just it makes a difference in meaningful conversations, I'll say. Okay. Interesting. I'll take that on board. <laughs> I, kinda, yeah, I think I kind of do that already. Um, I, some, co- some colleagues of mine at uh-huh. work, they laugh at me because they're like, you just always ask why. <laughs> I'm I'm someone that like I'm not scared to ask why is that why do you feel mm-hmm. like that why are you doing that you know so I, I feel like I'm quite um conscious and intentional with a lot of my conversations and again going back to like not necessarily re- uh romantic yeah all I, I want to know like what makes you tick what you know yeah. why you are how you are like it really <laughs> interests me I've got a massive interest in psychology and stuff like that Oh, that's great. Now, um, oh gosh, I just had it in my head. I just left my head. Oh my gosh, I was going to ask. Oh yeah, this is it. How do you feel about a good morning text from a guy that you're interested in dating? Love it. Oh, I hate it. Do you? <laughs> no, oh, see, this is where like, I, I, I'm quite... Um, I, I, just good morning. Oh. Yeah, just good morning. With an yeah. emoji or something. <laughs> I mean, if it was a kissy emoji, maybe that's okay. But good morning is a bit like, mm-hmm. where do I go with that? Yeah, exactly. Where's the question? Yeah, like, what do yeah, you yeah. need from me? What do I say after this? I mean, it's <laughs> nice to know that they're thinking of you, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like a little bit more than that. Oh my gosh. I saw the funniest, funniest thing on Instagram. Uh, somebody had screenshotted, right? It was a message because obviously Valentine's Day was a few days back. Um, they had a message, uh, happy Valentine's Day, beautiful, with like a bunch of emojis, right? Mm. But at the top, you know, on WhatsApp, how you know when it's a forwarded message? Stop it. <laughs> and it was oh, no. Can you imagine? <laughs> and I was dying <laughs> laughing because I was like, this guy, he needs to be oh, a better God. player. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to be a player, know the game. <laughs> yeah, copy, paste, yes. copy, just put in that extra effort, not the forward. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but uh, I am... Um, a massive romantic at heart and I, mm. I don't actually believe in valentine's day do you um i think that you should celebrate your partner whenever you can absolutely which mm. I, I think valentine's day is just a massive marketing scheme yeah but and if I you're in a relationship valentine's oh if you're with someone yes. then yeah but can i also add to that to the person we were speaking about in the beginning i was talking to my guy friend and he asked me so he flew um the night of valentine's day right okay and i was asking my friend and he when we were discussing it and he asked me he goes well did he did he give you a gift or send you a happy valentine's day text i was like no he was like hmm he's like not even like a friend i was like no and he was like yeah start dating other people I mean, this is the thing where it goes back to that. Like, if you're confused about something or mm-hmm. someone, then bye. Yeah, there's sort of no no excuse for things like that, really, is there? It's so simple. It's very simple, so and I'm simple. very I'm someone that's like very easily pleased. I don't need big, huge, you know, monetary dis- displays of affection or anything I'm okay like with that. that. Actually, <laughs> you you can display all the affection <laughs> to me. I'm, I'm yeah. good with that. <laughs> Send them your way if anyone sends yes. me anything. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't say no, but it's definitely not a priority for me. It's not something that I would see as like a, uh, it's not something I would have on my list of, mm-hmm. of you know, um, what's the word? Like a list of standards or requirements. Yeah, or non-negotiables. Attracted to, yeah. Yeah, but I'm also like, it's the, the thought that counts for me. Mm-hmm. So even a little text like that would go such a long way. 
it's just it's so easy in the 2020s to communicate yeah there are so many different avenues and channels to create a communication line and the fact that zero are being used i mean that is just a telltale (laughs) sign is it not (laughs) it's disappointing to say the least yeah anyway though moving on (laughs) so tell me you are currently single yes what is your main mode of dating uh, I mean, I'm on the apps, but... You like the apps? No. <laughs> Who does? Okay. I mean... But wait, you, you and I had a conversation a couple, a few weeks back, and we were saying, where were you that there were just seas of men? Where, where were I? you? In Italy. Starts with G, ends with F. Oh, the golf. Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. So um I worked for a TV station and we were doing an interview with one of the golfers and uh this was like a few days prior to the actual tournament mm-hmm. and I was walking through and I was like, Oh my god, I've never seen <laughs> this many men <laughs> this many good looking men and yeah. I actually I went out of my way to get tickets from, from my company yes. um to go. And uh that's where funnily enough I met this the yeah. guy that I was telling you about. So maybe it wasn't a very good idea. To no, go. but the thing is, I so I, I actually I am a golfer. I you haven't are. golfed though in so so long. Like, oh, we'll have to go. You'll have to teach me. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go for sure. And also a, a place that's easily accessible, even if you're not a golfer, Top Golf. Yeah, I love Top Golf. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I shouldn't even be saying that. They're not sponsoring me. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll hit them up for a sponsor. Hit me up. <laughs> Um, but yes, I think that the golf course is one of the main places to meet a guy because golf. So my father is a massive golfer. He's actually trying to make like the senior tour. Oh, wow. And, um, he always says about golfers, he's like, they're disciplined. He's like, they have some money in their pocket because they're paying to play. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and they usually have like a good head on their shoulders because golf is a game of like, it's not only a physical, but Mm. a mental game as well. And they're usually pretty, pretty tanned as well from what I saw. Nice bonus. I like the old Mediterranean look. (laughs) So uh, that's going to be my new spot. Well, I was, I'm I'm there. I'm there. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, So I was reading something the other day. I don't know if it was a meme or an article, whatever it was. It was saying about, I mean, I want to do this regardless of meeting a guy, I mean, like Mm -hmm. getting a relationship, um, about taking up hobbies. Oh my gosh. Just the sense of community and the sense of, you know, meeting people Mm -hmm. who are like-minded and, um, into the same thing that you are into and then kind of going from there. So golf was yeah. one of the things that, that they were suggesting to do. Tennis yeah. was another one, which I think is... I'm not sure if I'd be any good uh, at that. Tried, <laughs> my coordination you know, isn't very good. You know what? I tried tennis and it kind of messed up my knee. So maybe <laughs> But um, I always say this. I always say, do a hobby, meet a hottie. Because Ooh, I like it. when you're doing a hobby, right, not only are you either perfecting a craft, learning something new, um, you're bettering yourself. Mm. So that actually automatically makes you more attractive mm. because you're concentrated on yourself. And I like what you're saying. It's not doing it uh, to meet somebody, right? It's doing it so that you learn something new. You get better at something Mm. that you already know. And then with that, it just goes hand in hand. When you're giving out that energy, you will attract the same energy. Absolutely. I I love that. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to start. Well, when are we going to golf? Exactly. (laughs) And and my other girlfriend who has moved here from London as well, she took up golf lessons. So I was like, here (laughs) we go. You're going to catch us on the course. And you know what as well? The bonus there. 
is I went into the golf shop the other day and the outfits are so cute. So and I sound cute. so like ditzy saying no, that, but no, they're so, I love it. so nice. So I actually I shop for tennis outfits when I play golf because the tennis skirts are shorter than the golf skirts. <laughs> okay, thank me later. Yeah. <laughs> got you, got you. <laughs> we were up at the tennis the other day actually doing another okay. interview and. Um, I, I was kind of the same there. I'm like, okay, we got any tickets sporting for that as events. well. <laughs> okay, so I think sporting events are a great, great place to just be amongst other people who have a like interest. Uh, music is coming back, live music mm. events. Did you get a chance to go to Coldplay? Uh, we interviewed Chris Martin two Did days ago. You? Yeah, he what? was so cool. He seems so fun. And and you know what? I was having this conversation with my colleague because they had their team there. And obviously their team just travels around. You know, they Mm -hmm. travel the whole world. And I was like, I need to do that. How do I do that? (laughs) I could do the makeup for Coldplay. Like, (laughs) I feel like, yeah. Like, imagine the amount of people that you're meeting in that environment. It must just be incredible. Of course. I feel like I'm a little bit... um, like my job is quite solitary at mm-hmm. times. Obviously, I'm a freelance makeup artist. I do have a contract with this TV station, so I'm there quite a lot. But I literally just do the anchors and then they go on air and I'm not really mingling as much. You know, I if see. you're sitting in an office, you you create um, relationships with, with your colleagues mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. so than I do, especially when I'm out doing, you know, freelance jobs and you meet yeah. meet some someone and then you never see them again, really. Or, yeah. you know, sometimes you do. But... Um, there's no space to kind of really create those deep, meaningful relationships, which, again, they might lead to somewhere. They, you know, so one of your colleagues might yeah. know someone that they want yeah, to set exactly. you up with, and et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like I have struggled with that a little bit, mm-hmm. um, especially over the last two years during the pandemic, where you didn't have that kind of option to have an external social life. And it's funny, this year, um, we were working Monday to Friday before the UAE changed. Mm-hmm. So now this year I have my normal weekends and it's like I've got a new lease of life. Yeah. I'm so excited. So I've been able to go to the golf and I'll be able to go to the tennis and I'll be able to do all these things and I just feel like... This is your year. It, 100%. <laughs> but also I've realised the importance of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in that space and, you know, when you're there and you don't realise... So again, coming out of a toxic relationship where you don't necessarily realise how bad it is until mm-hmm. you're out of it. Mm-hmm. And again, like then being in this work dynamic where I didn't have so much of a social life and like you know my friends would go out on a Friday when I would be at work and then no one would want to do anything on a Saturday yeah so I was kind of in this rut and like I say from since the beginning of this year I've definitely felt this new lease of life and I'm really excited despite the fact that the the apps are crap and you know you get these experiences and you meet people that are not necessarily on the same frequency as you Mm -hmm. as you mentioned earlier um i'm not i'm not letting it get me down yeah well you know what it is is that prince charming isn't gonna knock on your apartment door i mean unless you fancy a delivery driver (laughs) they knock on my door four times a day so (laughs) but what i'm saying is like you just have to put yourself out there and dubai is open as you know i say get off the apps go out do things meet people next week i'm going to four different networking events are you yeah okay i need to do more of that hop on it get invited to. i need to get myself out of my comfort zone at times and this weekend i have four different things i'm doing because i just said i am going out there I'm lying, hear me roar. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing. It's it's so easy to have an experience like you've had Mm -hmm. and let it kind of um, 
fill you with a bit of resentment and sort of oh i don't really care anymore i'm over it <laughs> but, but it's very easy to yeah. feel that like oh it's oh it's hopeless i thought i'd met someone that i liked or yeah. connected with mm-hmm. and so what's the point but i think that's another thing that's really important to remember is that you know the age-old saying there are plenty more fish in the sea oh and there's a shoe for every foot too. yes Especially like when you go on dates and maybe like it didn't work out. Like you shouldn't get down about no, it. No, so, oh, it wasn't the lesson. right person for me. But there's always a lesson to be learned in mm-hmm. every every person you meet or every experience you have. There's always a lesson to be learned. So if you're always looking for the lesson, then yeah. you're more likely to not get disappointed should it not work out the way that you wanted it to work out. Exactly. Because you've learned something. You've you've bettered yourself e- as a person. Either you've learned something about what you don't like or you learned something about what you do like. Exactly. And you, you can look at it both ways. Right? And a the, pro the equally and a is Im- important to Correct. know what you want and know what you don't want. Exactly. It's so important, both of them. So tell our audience, what are you attracted to? Because this could be like your time <laughs> for manifestation. Should I get my yeah. list out? <laughs> I mean, you know, cliche, tall, dark and handsome. Love uh, sort of Mediterranean, you know, Italian or Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of personality, I want someone who is um, assertive, who's emotionally intelligent, who's open minded. Um, I'd love someone who is maybe quite spiritual, spiritually mm-hmm. inclined. Um generous but again that goes that you know that could be time yeah exactly time effort Mm -hmm. love all of those things affectionate Mm -hmm. um you know just says what he thinks good communicator obviously um i could go on (laughs) how long have you got (laughs) well if you think you are this person or know of a person (laughs) tell us where we can find you on socials um at hannah lisa makeup and hannah and i actually work together whenever i have a matchmaking client or maybe um a member who's going on a date with one of my matchmaking clients she helps with makeup tutorials and makeups for dates so get in contact with her get in contact with me if you're interested and hannah thank you thank you so much for coming on the show my pleasure thank you for having me of course and we will see you in two tuesdays on dating in dubai Thank you for tuning in to this week's Dating in Dubai podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening on. Follow me on all social platforms, including YouTube, at christiana.maction. For dating solutions such as dating profile makeovers, date coaching, and much more, see me at services.christianamaction.com. And we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of Dating in Dubai.